Welcome to the Leading Hope Podcast with Kevin Jack. Your influence will lead people somewhere, lead them towards hope. Everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. Welcome to Leading Hope with Kevin Jack. I'm your host, VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. We release a new episode every Wednesday, so we'd love for you to share on social media and bring others along with us on this journey of becoming a better leader. Visit leadinghope.online to get updates and uh, more about the Leading Hope community. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate, and review. You will not believe how that helps get this hand, this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. And uh, remember, we're live now on YouTube and Facebook every Wednesday at 11.30. Make sure you share that. And if you have a question, add that in the chat. Drop it in there now or when we get to the content, and we'll try to get to those before the end of the podcast. But, Kevin, today we are today. In, at the end of this series you've been calling Leading with a Microphone, Episode 7-4. <laughs> wow, 7-4. Culture Shaping Through Public Speaking. I'm excited about Ooh. the content. I'm like, maybe I need better work on the titles. Just kind of put it in like, yeah. what a, well, this is what we're talking about. So <laughs> I always want to, hey, start it off when we're in the midst of a series to give you a little bit of a recap of some of the stuff that we've gone through. And I recap it, not just so you'll know what we're entering into, but the recap gives you, hey, what is the core purpose behind this? And so when we do a four, or in this case, a five-week series, I want you to be able to hear very quickly four or five times this is what matters most. So what we have said every single week is that when you get the chance to speak publicly, do not think of yourself as a public speaker. Think of yourself as a leader who is speaking publicly, which means your purpose is more significant than to simply be entertaining. Don't be boring, but make your purpose greater than just, hey, they had a good time. No one fell asleep. I got good feedback. I crushed it. Like, y you can do something significant. You can shape values, give a behavior, call action to a problem, cultivate vision. There is so much that you can do within the medium of public speaking. Now, I want to talk today about what I believe is the greatest thing you can shape as a leader who is speaking publicly. And while there is so much that you can do in terms of identifying problems, cultivating a behavior, clarifying the vision, however you want to word all those different things. I think the most significant thing you can do as a leader who is speaking publicly is to help shape the culture of your organization. Of all the things you can do, the most significant thing you can do, the opportunity that is afforded to you when you are speaking publicly is shaping the culture of the organization. Now, I want to lay a little bit of a foundation. This won't take long to lay the foundation and then get quickly into the application as to how you actually do that. So let's describe it like this. The culture of your organization, and we have done a whole series on culture in the past, okay, so we're not going to take long. The culture of your organization could be defined as the personality of your organization. It is the embodiment of the values, the mission, the feel, the behaviors that don't have to be prescribed. It's the things that people naturally do. And so you could, in shorthand, say culture is the personality. 
Families have a personality, not just individual. Families have personality. Friend groups have a distinct personality. And organizations, churches, whatever it is, have a distinct personality. And so when you get up there and you have a chance to speak publicly, you get to shape the culture. Now, the way in which you shape the culture is not simply from what you say, but from how you are saying it. And so if you want to shape the culture to say, hey, I want us to be fun. That is what I want the culture to be. I want it to be fun. I want it to be lively. If you get up there and you are so nervous about speaking publicly, you are stone cold serious, you're now going to work against the culture that you want to shape. So some of the things that I would say like, hey, for our culture as a church, this isn't necessarily our values, but this is the kind of culture I want us to create. I want us to be really serious about what we're doing, but to not take ourselves seriously at all. That is my goal, to say like, hey, I want us to treat ourselves lightly, but take the mission very seriously. I want us to be intense about work and yet always having fun in the things that we're doing. I want us to have a spiritual depth in terms of, hey, we're willing to broach on hard topics, difficult discussions. We're, we're willing to confess things, to voice things that we, that we struggle with, that we have concerns about. And the way in which I'm able to do it, this does not get shaped from the content of what I'm speaking on. It gets shaped through the posture of how I'm speaking on it. And so I just want you to see this. Your culture will dictate what the people in your organization do, okay? That is what culture does. Anything that isn't already defined by strategy will get clarified by culture. Your culture fills in all the gaps. This is maybe a deeper dive on culture than I originally intended, okay? But we need to acknowledge that. And to see that the culture as the personality of your organization or whatever it is you're leading, when you speak publicly, what you are doing is you are either shifting or clarifying the culture that you are seeking to create. Now, let's do a little application work, and then we'll throw it over and see what all you want to yeah. jump into. Is uh, this is how you do that. Of You communicate information, vision, objectives, behaviors through what you say. You communicate culture through how you say it, which means, all right, let me repeat that. And then there's one big takeaway that I want you to walk out of this with. You communicate information, vision, objectives, behaviors through what you say. You communicate culture through how you say it, which means your preparation must ensure that you don't just say what you want to say, but you say it how you want to say it. Does that make sense? So many times, and this is when I talk to people who are just starting or they've never given a speech before, they are so obsessed on what they're saying, they completely miss that the more important piece is how they say it. Um, so I, I get to talk to pastors a lot, and pastors, we give sermons every single week. It's like, yeah, you said that Jesus is the light of the world, but you sounded so angry, <laughs> like you sounded so mad about it. <laughs> the information got lost because, yes, you said what you wanted to say, but you didn't say it how you wanted to say it. And if you are going to help shape culture through this extraordinary opportunity of when you're given a microphone or you stand in front of a group or whatever that is, your preparation must involve 
how you say the things you want to say. Now, there's a thousand different ways you could do that. Part of it is practice. Uh, if you're brand new, you could do the painstaking thing, which is actually incredibly helpful. Few people have the courage or discipline to do it. Set up a video and not just practice it in advance, but watch yourself back because you've recorded yourself practicing it in advance. Um, at this point in time, I have spoken enough publicly. One of the things that I'll go through is when I'm going through my outline, as I'm writing the messages that I'm giving, I will give myself notes and cues throughout of how I want to say it, okay? I can fill in the gaps on some stories and illustrations. All those aren't prescribed in advance, but I do notate, hey, I need to go slower through this. Hey, this needs to be more enthusiastic. I know this sounds ridiculous, but ready? Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you a little something. Ooh, it's, it's color-coded. <laughs> And the colors are the code that I give myself so that I know as I'm working through my outline, hey, this is the posture I need to take. And your goal is to make your tone mirror your desired culture. Make how you come across as a speaker mirror your desired culture. So is circle all the way back through some of the content so we can apply it right here. We had said earlier that public speaking is an opportunity not an obligation. I believe that this is the greatest opportunity. No other medium of communication instills culture like public speaking does because you get the chance to fully reflect your personality in that moment. And if you're only focused on information, if you're only focused on what you say, you're going to miss the opportunity of shifting culture because you have to be focused on how you say it. V, what you got? Man. Uh, Man. There is, there's, it, you know, it's such an interesting point and it's such a valid point that when, as speakers, when we're going to speak in a public forum, uh, that our minds, even our hearts go towards, I need the person on the other side of my speech to understand something but forget the point that we actually need to deliver it in a way they can understand it. That just oh, reading good. it and saying it is never going to be enough because you just, in, in tying that to what you said, which is uh, shaping the personality, mm -hmm. right? Shaping the culture, shaping the personality. There's a million different personalities in a room. Yep. Right? And so the way, if I'm just saying, the, th the content can be great, and yep. it should be. Yep. Like, we, let's not think that it should not be great. But at the end of the day, that also has to get to a person the way they can receive it. And so the way you deliver it is so important. Talk more about that. So it would say it like, uh, if content mattered more than culture, we wouldn't have public speaking. We would just have a bunch of white papers. Yes. They say, if the culture that you were communicating, the personality, the tone didn't matter, then just send everyone your speech in advance. Yeah. It would, it would actually do a better job of that. And some people, though, they try to give themselves an out. All right, so here's, yeah, here here's the most blatant way of getting yep, it. Yep. If you're staring at your notes the entire time, you can't communicate culture. Right. Okay? You can't because you're so obsessed on content, people are completely missing feel the entire way. And some people will give themselves, their, their cop-out is, I really care about precision of language. Blech. That means you yeah. don't want to work enough in advance to focus on how you say it.
That's that's exactly right. Uh, hey, and before we go any further, I just want to make sure everybody watching right now, if you guys have a question about this last topic of leaving with a microphone, which we've had some great questions throughout, mm -hmm. uh, make sure you throw those in the chat right now. I'm going to check it in just a moment so you can do that. I got a couple that a couple say comments. thank you, Lisa, yeah. and Jen, yep. and Elena. Kimberly. Uh, yeah, Lisa says, Ugh, this is exactly <laughs> what I was supposed to hear this morning. No wonder God and Facebook nudged me to dial in. <laughs> so here's a, so let me say it, Lisa, since you're listening, this is what, uh, we had Lisa Carey came in. She spoke to our staff. It was about a, it was about a year and a half ago. You yep. ready? Yep. What'd she talk about? Suit up, show up. A year and a half How ago. How come I know that? A year and a half ago. And we all, like our staff as a whole, we all remember it. Yep. And, and this is why it wasn't just if she would have sent us a phrase, suit up, show up. Yeah. We wouldn't have, like, it wouldn't have meant nothing. No. But she delivered it with passion yep. and enthusiasm. And Lisa, this is what I actually did. Okay. Ready? I had just listened to you speak with our entire staff. And then I went off because I'll go every week and review my message. And you gave, this is, a year and a half, maybe two years, maybe longer ago than that. And I reviewed my message, and you gave your talk with so much more enthusiasm than I gave my talk. And my tendency at the time was to go, I felt like I was coming in and I was over the top, and you may feel like I'm over the top. That's perfectly fine. VJ's more over top than I am, so blame <laughs> him, not me. But it's say, I felt like I was so over the top, and then I actually watched it back, and I went, you know what? This matters so much. And I am not delivering it anywhere near the level of enthusiasm I should. Or Lisa just delivered yeah. her talk yeah. to our staff. Yep. And it really gave me a calling of just going, no, this is incredible. And my face and body posture and tone yeah. and energy better reflect the fact yeah. that it's incredible. Yeah, and it's it makes a huge difference. And I got a little nervous when you asked me because I knew when you said her name and then you were talking about the talk. I was like, oh, I remember it though. <laughs> and it's and it's that's because exactly what you said, right? Yeah delivered in such a way how could i forget that and it's something i always think about from this day on mm -hmm. and it's uh powerful uh talk more about um uh what we do is serious but not taking ourselves so serious that it's not, oh for our culture that it's not fun yeah so talk, that, because that's so important right we we, yeah. we have to, this stuff that we do we're talking about lives yeah what's more important than people's lives it's serious business right yeah but it also can't be so serious or we can't take ourselves so serious that it's not fun so uh let me say it as this is a distinct be hope culture thing okay so we're so we're letting you kind of little inside who we are how yeah. we operate um we want to be prepped we want to be prepared we want things to go well uh but we delight in the human element <laughs> like yep. we really do there is nothing about us that when the service was seamless <laughs> fantastic <laughs> like no it is when things happen just kind of up in the air a little crazy and so one of the things that we really instill is just to go hey take take the message that we're getting across seriously take yeah. the mission seriously but hold yourself lightly and so like we'll have tech problems it's fine yeah like it's fine like we'll acknowledge it we don't try to act like it's not there like nope. so we had a couple weeks ago we had a little thing that happened it was in the midst of a video they shut the video off early it was a it was a perfectly understandable mistake and i stood up there and just went hey oh hey we accidentally cut that off a little early yep. hey can we let's just do the whole thing again i didn't try to act like nothing happened yeah within there and that to us that's just how we come across um uh, in the 11 o'clock service on, or in the 11 o'clock service this past Sunday, I had an illustration of an egg. Oh. I accidentally dropped the egg. 
Like in the, now, I had the dropped ones. the egg before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I accidentally, in an illustration, talking about my kids being careless, I didn't try to play it off like that was yep. playing. I was like, "Whoop, just it's okay. I got more <laughs> eggs." <laughs> but to say, "Hey, by doing that, we're able to instill that in our culture." If people know that I don't get thrown off when there's a mistake or a mess up or a slides off or something's a little different during a message. Oh my goodness, it creates an ease throughout the entire church. Yeah. Like you can you can have a goof up. It's okay. Yeah. Just keep going forward. Yeah, and you talked about a little bit of that last week with the 40 minutes versus the 5. If it's yeah. not a 5-minute speech, you have plenty of time to recover. You have the ability to do that and to be uh you know, at least understanding of where you are in the moment to to recognize it. I think that's great. One other thing I wanted to ask you about. Let me see if there's any other questions here. I don't think there are yet. Um, make sure you drop those in there. The last question uh, that I really wanted to talk about is you said opportunity. Yeah. Not obligation. Yep. Complete mindset. Just from the get-go. Most uh, people that are in corporate world that I've lived in, when they have to talk to people in their environments, it's complete obligation. And you can tell it's written, written from a card. It's delivered that way. It's not really a culture piece. It's yeah. just information, and half of it is disregarded as soon as you walk out of the door yep. of which you received it. So obligation versus opportunity. Talk more about yeah, that piece. Yeah, let's jump into that. Yeah. That's good. So uh, let's say it like this. If you are—Easter uh, is this coming weekend. Yeah, we're going to get Easter's, there. Easter's. Easter. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Easter's so big in church world. Like, it, I love it. We have so many guests come in, so many people come back. It's a— incredible opportunity and people always ask me they'll be like are you nervous are you nervous are you nervous yeah never yeah never because if i do what i do right no one will think about me for a second yeah is say i don't care what what they think about me my job in that moment is to be helpful. That's great. My job is the equivalent of I am coming to. Have you ever been helpful or nervous when like someone's like, "Hey, would you come over and help me move? Would you come over?" And you're like, no one has ever been like, I'm just really, I'm just really nervous about yeah. helping them. I don't know how I'm going to handle yeah. helping them move. Like, yeah. no, because yeah. you're just there to help. Yeah. If you're the public speaker, you are only there to help. If you do what you do well, they don't care about you. They don't think about you at all. Yeah. You are there to bring. My job this coming weekend is to help someone in their life. And spoiler alert, the answer is in Jesus. And that's where it's going a to be found. to the men. <laughs> but they're not looking at me. And so that is the opportunity. The opportunity that you have is to help someone or to help a cause or have something move forward, not to make yourself feel more significant. That's that's so good. Uh, man, I got a hundred more questions I want to ask about that. We're running out of time here. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up our last... Man, it's the last episode. I've loved this of, series. Of it has been series. a blast for yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Do you have a tease on what's coming next? So next month, we are going to start talking about development. I am pumped. Uh, the next episode is going to be developed like it's the 21st century. Ooh. Because for most people, they're still developing like it's the 19th century, <laughs> to be honest with you. So enter into the world of today. I didn't know that was coming. Now I'm, oh, pretty, I'm, pumped. I'm pumped up. That's great. Uh, so let's just wrap this up. This is the last one, episode 74, Culture Shaping Through Public Speaking. Yeah. Wrap it up for us. So as a public speaker, let me reiterate it one more time. You are not a public speaker. You're a leader who is given the microphone, sees the opportunity, and the most significant opportunity you have is to shape culture 
If you're focused on content, you're focused on what you say. If you're focused on culture, you are focused on how you say it. So prepare with the how in mind and you'll shape culture effectively. Oh, I love it. I can't wait for the next series, too. This is such a good thing. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining us. And, and before we let you go, just if you, if you don't have a home church, if you, if you don't have anywhere to go this weekend for Easter, man, will you celebrate with us at Be Hope? Will you just come and hang out with us? We would be just completely grateful yep. to, for your presence, wherever you are, wherever you're watching from. If, you, if you're not close to one of our campuses, watch online. And it would mean so much to us that you would come and be with us, sit with us, hang out with us. We think God's going to do something special um, like he does every week, and uh, we want you to be a part of it. Where should they go to find out information? Go to behope.church slash Easter, and you will find out all the times and where you can pick that up and where you can watch and be part of it. But, man, if you do join online— Tell us you're there. We'll want to shout you out. We just want to be part of of whatever God is going to do in your life. But we just want you to be part of Easter. It's an incredible day, and it's so meaningful and so impactful. It's changed the world. Yep. Forever. (laughs) Forever. And ever. So there we go. Uh, Hey, so if this is uh, your first time watching, thank you so much for joining us today. If you haven't subscribed, do that now. It would mean the world to us. And if you post about it, rate or review or both, you won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have any questions, uh, go to leadinghope.online or stories. Send those to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader Make it count.